welcome back to Open Your Own Door Podcast. Again, I feel like I can't stop apologizing to you guys about neglecting you for months. <laughs> Literal months. I have no room to talk because I've neglected people for longer. Much, much longer with no explanation whatsoever. Right. I feel like when you start these podcasts, you just feel so obligated. Yeah, because even if there's, like, two or three people that are, like, diehard listeners, you feel like you, like, owe it to them Yeah, to get it done every week. Even if, again, it's only two or three people that are, like, in your DMs, like, where the fuck is the episode? Yeah. Well, and I'm not even there yet. I can do it for you if you want. (laughs) Make me feel missed. Yeah. Totally. Literally, I had Cassidy. She was like, um, Bitch, where's the podcast? She missed it, and that bitch could literally pick up a phone and call me. I know, for real. Just a ride-or-die supporter. We love to see it. Yes. But as you guys can tell, we have a guest on today, and I'm so excited. We have Allie, and I'm just so excited that you're on the podcast. I feel like I asked you to do the podcast with me so long ago. Yeah. I was like, we should do an episode and just chat and talk, and then life. Well, I was in the midst of my own at the time, so yes. it was hard to schedule even recording my own around being a guest on yours. But might yeah. I say, being a guest on a podcast is seemingly a lot more fun. Is it? Yeah, it's no work. I just sit down and put the mic in front of my mouth and talk shit. It's yeah. like the best time. Am it, I allowed to cuss on Open Your Own Door podcast? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's great. It's explicit. Put the explicit warning on yes. girls and gays yes. because <laughs> Allie Renner's on the mic and it's going to get crazy. We love it. We love a crazy <laughs> episode. Um I just realized I didn't lock the front studio door, so I hope no one comes in. We are recording. Yeah, we'll have it on footage, (laughs) and if anyone wants to act crazy, it's being recorded. It sure is. We're we're recording for the first time in our San Diego location. You and Cassie didn't record here? No, we recorded in my kitchen. This is literally like the perfect location to record a podcast in your little co-working space. I love it. It's a vibe. I cannot believe this is the first time I've been down here. I know. Because the San Diego location's been open for how long now? March was the first month. March, okay. Yeah, yeah that's wild. Like four months. It's like surreal to come down and see it. Because like you always see these businesses that open up, right? And you're like, oh wow, like I wonder who the person is that owns that or whatever. So for yeah. it to be like my friend and somebody I know, it's just like so cool. <laughs> you said this average I, Well, it's just like, <laughs> like watching somebody start something like this from the ground up and I have no knowledge whatsoever of like what it takes to start a business. It's just like really cool to see it from an idea you had like a long time ago to something that has grown into like real life. Like we're sitting in a building that like is yours. It's pretty wild. Bizarre. Yeah. It's still weird pulling up. I'm sure it's weird for you too. Yeah. And knowing I have two, that's a little overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) For real. Because like the Redlands one basically runs itself at this point. So like you don't even need to like focus as much on that one, which is like a true sign of your business being successful. Yeah. It is very nice that it's it's not the newborn toddler stage anymore. Mm -hmm. She's like a teenager. She can babysit. She can drive herself to school. She can drive herself to school. She can't go on dates yet, but she can drive herself Absolutely to school. Not. She's not, not ready. Yet, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, I'm super excited. We have some questions that I just realized are all on my cell phone. Go get it, girl. Oh, recording. That's okay. We we'll know. just pause it. We'll, we'll we'll stop the. Or should we just keep recording on the camera? Um. <laughs> just pause. zoom in. <laughs> zoom in on my face. Like, uh, I don't really know what to do. It's not even about the camera. This is our podcast. We're on the mic. We're chit chatting. They they won't even know. But yeah, there were questions that were asked. Um, a lot of them are business-related questions that I have little to no knowledge about how to answer. <laughs> but I can totally bounce off your intelligence when it comes to that because yes. 
Mama's owned nothing in her life. That's okay. I also feel like some of the questions, too, can, like, you can give an opinion on it with no knowledge. Whether about. it's not factual, not based on any <laughs> intelligence whatsoever, I will give my opinion. Period. That's that what is this for is sure. For. Yes. What okay. do the people want to know? So, one of the questions was from Bronzed Barry Jen. You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate to butcher someone's Instagram. Butcher it, girl. All right. Actually, we shouldn't even say who's asking the questions. It should be anonymous. Okay, but well, sorry, bronzed girly. <laughs> Delete that. Okay. You, we know who you are, everyone yes. else. I would love a storefront just scared to make the leap. Did you take out a loan? Oh, so, have you not talked about any of this stuff before? I guess not. I guess I wasn't very clear. Okay. I also feel like I tell people all the time when I'm sitting down to record, I feel like I talk about the yellow door so mm-hmm. often that sometimes when I sit down to record, I'm like, what do they want to know? Because I feel like I tell people all the time about things. I feel like when I would like want to talk to somebody about a business venture, I want to know the down and dirty. I yeah. want to know what you paid, the nitty grit. So tell people the struggle bus that it went through <laughs> to get here because I think that's the most terrifying part about starting something like this is my God, what is the cost yeah. of all this? Well, you don't have to give us numbers, but I'll give numbers, but it's not as scary as you think. Okay. I feel like a lot of people, I don't know if it's like a scare tactic because people are trying to gatekeep and like they don't want other competition out there. Yeah. So they'll be like, oh, it takes, you know, you have to have $100,000 in the bank to start. Right. Which business. is what I assumed. Like you have to have it up front. You got to have it in the bank. You have to have um, some trust fund money to get yourself going. Well, this girl's not a trust fund baby. <laughs> <laughs> she had none of that. But it does take a lot. I mean, if you're not willing to put in hard work mm-hmm. to make the money back, mm-hmm. it's kind of a waste. Right. To, like if you don't have that $100,000, right. half a million dollars up front just to blow on mm-hmm. something that may or may not work. So sometimes I feel like it's better when you're watching your heart, hard earned, like I have $8,000 set aside, you know, I can pay three months rent with that. After that, I got to start making my money back. I got to start filling up rooms and that's kind of nice. Um, but to answer that question, no, I did not pull out a loan. Um, initially with my second location, I did get a loan. I got a loan for $8,000, um, which was like nothing though. It yeah. Was, people take out business loans for much, oh my gosh. much more than that. $8,000 literally was, I pulled it out specifically to give me a cushion in mm-hmm. case I didn't have enough tenants to pay my rent. Right. And then utilities were higher than expected. Um, because it's literally like paying for two more, like two homes. It's the, and I think that's what's daunting about it. Yeah. And also, like you and I were talking and having a conversation on the way over here about like really the most scary part of it is like you know when you start a business that you're not gonna make your money back up front. Yeah. Like it's gonna be years before you see like return in yeah. a lot of cases, and a lot of people aren't ready to go through that no. kind of experience because it's scary. It is, and you a lot of people want that instant gratification. Right. They want to know, especially like, when with money oh my gosh yeah like i i don't have an a job i need to start this side hustle and it needs to make me enough money that a nine to five would right and that's false right <laughs> that's not happening yeah i think that this business in particular is probably the better um return quicker right because you're getting people you I mean correct me if i'm wrong but you're getting people to rent from you right whereas in other cases like if you're just opening up a place and selling stuff it's going to be a long time before you see return but yes. doing a day rent kind of situation or like a what is it called a, a sola yeah sola salon uh, yeah. yeah i used to be in a sola salon so that like i mean that was what almost 1200 dollars, and that was like a lower end yeah 
1200 like that's my rent right my apartment right like i was paying basically for two homes and in there you're a lot of the girls are like waxing right you know how many booty holes you have to wax <laughs> to make 1200 dollars <laughs> like no for real jeez it is insane it's insane so it is nice expanding was probably the best thing that happened think? to the yellow door. Yeah. So moving from just Redlands to having Redlands and San Diego has helped a lot. I think expanding from a Sola oh, okay. to like a full brick and mortar Got it. kept me going. Nice. Yeah. Having the people around me, not not all the financial responsibility be on me and solely me. Like mm-hmm. it's me sharing it with a basically like a bunch of friends. Right. That get to work together every so day. So would you recommend someone to, to do brick and mortar, you think? I love it. Really? But I also love the girls who only want to rent because they keep me in business. Right, exactly. <laughs> you so would hate for all the girls that rent from you to go start brick yes, and mortar. <laughs> yes, I would love it. I would love for all of my girls to go off and do what they want to do. But I also respect that it's not right. for everyone. It's not everyone's journey. No. Yeah. And when you think about it, if you only want to be a service, a service provider, like, do you really want to be like... 50 years old running a whole salon and providing services right because there's a lot of business into this stuff that not a lot of people want to do and i can tell you that i would not be the type of person that could handle something like this right because like i see all the calls you get and the contractor bullshit you deal with and like the renovations and the painting and the always keeping new ideas going and it takes a special kind of person to be able to handle that and offer services and do like it's a lot of freaking work it's a lot of work it's very it's very hard to also not let it consume you mm-hmm. and like be your yeah. whole life. I was just talking to another business owner um, today. She was my client and she was telling me how um, they're trying to buy a house, but also like for so long, all of their money, they've just put back into their business right? because they own a gym. Mm. And it's like, you know, they, you know, you get extra money being a business owner. I feel like a lot of people can relate. You get extra money. You come into like a few extra thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I could do so much. I could open a second location. I could do this, that, and the other." But then your other half of your brain has to be like, "But what about your home? Like your right. personal life? Right. You know, like you need to invest into your actual house yeah. as well." It's so hard to balance. To main, yeah, I was gonna say that to maintain that balance is probably extremely difficult because yeah. like this is your baby, but then you also have your baby, baby, yes. and like your home life and all that. It's just like a lot, and I don't think many people can handle it I, it does take a special person yeah I respect the people that want I mean there are days where I just want to go in do my clients and then leave for the day yeah. and not have to worry about like having my phone on me 24 7 in case our internet goes out or right. our electric or our you know our power goes out and yeah. there's girls that are working and they're texting me calling me hey what's going on our power went out hey our internet's down how do we reset it like it's just constant yeah you never clock out yep so don't start a business if you don't want to work. Right. <laughs> because that's yeah. not the solve all. No, that's good advice. Um, so I feel like that basically answered it. So I did take out a loan, but not initially. I definitely was scared in the beginning, though, because when I first got my Redlands location, my realtor, who's freaking amazing, she told me that this particular property manager that was going to be managing my property if I got it was a very hard ass and essentially like... I would have to show I had like sixty, eighty thousand dollars in the bank just sitting there as like assets and collateral and just like they just want like an outrageous amount of money. And I literally went to them with what I had and I was like, make it work because this is what I got. But I have a lot of drive and I'm willing to do what I have to do to make it work. And then he approved me. You really have to advocate for yourself. Oh my gosh. And have a good realtor that can advocate for you too because that I truly believe. Terry says it all the time that I'm. 
I got it by myself, but there's no way. I would not have gotten my studio without her. That's awesome. Yeah. Having a good team of people behind Having you sounds really like the, the move. Yeah. Just people that believe in you. Yeah. Too. Um, okay. So another one is actual steps to opening. Money steps. What pros you used need. Okay. So actual steps to opening. I mean, definitely first just figuring out what the business is that you're going to do. Um, I knew for some reason back when I first started, I knew I didn't want to be tied to one thing. And maybe that's like the ADHD in me. I don't mm. know. Like I could not just envision myself doing one service for the rest of my life. So I knew I didn't want to be like a browse by Mac, a lashed by Mac. And that's why I thought of the yellow door. Um, so really having a clear vision on what I wanted my business to right. be like helped. But then I definitely have strayed away since then. Well, yeah. And I feel like that's one of the best parts about the yellow door is that there's always something new, right? Yeah. Like you click on the page and there's a hat bar and then there's now the co-working space mm-hmm. and like the hand poke tattoos and like yeah. there's always something different. And so I think that that's why it's good that it's the yellow door co and not like, again, like browse by Mac or something yeah. like that because you're full of ideas. So you're going to have a new one next month too. <sighs> yes. <laughs> Hopefully not. Dear God. <laughs> um, money steps. Definitely just having money set aside and just reverse engineering helped me a lot so when I was trying to figure out like okay if I charge you know a hundred dollars for a service I that means I need to make I need to take 200 clients in order to make two thousand dollars which say that's my rent for one of the studios I need to make at least that many or take at least that many clients so I would just be really honest with the numbers and get down to the nitty-gritty but also make it seem attainable and Mm -hmm. seem doable because I don't know the numbers can all get so overwhelming right but if you just sit down write it down on paper it just didn't seem as daunting right like being a little bit more organized with Mm -hmm. how you're handling stuff yeah definitely and not letting it scare you too I feel again I feel like so many people like you see these like I don't know Steve Jobs and like all these like big people and you think you have to be a millionaire to start a business and that's just not always yeah everybody starts somewhere yeah so everyone starts somewhere um what was the other one what pros you used needed um I'm thinking she means professionals so um I used thankfully a family friend for the plumber in Redlands um, so that worked out great because now my contractor oh my using at San Diego is a shit show. Has that worked out by the way? I don't know if you no. talked about that with Cassidy, but I, I like last time I was with you, it was like it's, a shit show. It's still a show with shit. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty awful. Um, on my episode that I recorded with Cass, I was saying that I'm going to do, well, you don't know cause you don't watch Vanderpump. I don't, but there's just, there was some drama with, Randall I don't know Randall Emmett I don't know if you no okay nope anyways anyways he owes money to one of the cast members or ex-cast members and I was saying I need to start like a campaign like help Mackenzie okay this is kind of (laughs) off topic but I've been saying for a long time that we need some kind of reality show oh there is too much going on and were you the one saying that you would do like a yellow door like girl yes I need anyone listening that knows someone. (laughs) We need a TV producer. I need a producer. I really don't have shit to do with anything, but I would love to be on TV. Roll the cameras. I'm funny sometimes. You're funny all the time. And I I could make something happen. Some (laughs) drama happen. I could do something. Okay? Something. Put me in, coach. If we didn't hold back as much as we do... 
Who's holding we back? Probably us. <laughs> I'm not holding back, baby. This is real life. <laughs> this is real we life. We would go viral. Yeah. I don't know where my moment has been, but it needs to come. It needs to come sooner. ASAP. I tried really hard for a while, I feel like, to get on the social media train and then just like randomly one day was like, I don't want any more followers and deleted all of them. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do what you Sometimes do. you do. I feel like you get like I get randomly introspective, like who is following me because they like me and who is following me because they hate me. Yeah. And then I was like, all of you be gone. <laughs> you all hate me. Be gone. Secretly. <laughs> yeah, we need a we need a show. Yeah. We need a show. I would love that. I've been like really into the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like very into it. And I'm like, yes. this is the lifestyle I want to live, right? Yeah. I can picture it now. Wake up in the morning. <laughs> I get my hair done and my makeup done. A camera crew is following me around. Everywhere. I'm acting silly. I go to a silly little brunch with my silly little friends and drink my silly little cocktails <laughs> while talking shit on the other girls in the group. Mm-hmm. All for the camera, all for the show. Not because I want to. Because this is what we do and we're getting paid for it. That's how you make it your money. It sounds like fun. And then we all go to a silly little party with our silly little husbands and act <laughs> silly on camera and get paid for it. And then we have a reunion at the end of the year where everybody yells at each other. Yeah. It sounds like fun. And they feed you at those reunions. Yeah. yeah. And they give you drinks. Yep. And I get to sit with Andy Cohen. And I would like to do all of it. <sighs> Me too. I want to take a shot off his ski shot. Does, does he do that? Yeah. At Watch What Happens Live. Oh, like, see, I don't watch Watch What Happens Live. Oh my gosh. So funny. Yes. I need to watch that. You need to watch The Scandaval. Okay. Vanderpump. If you like Real Housewives, Lisa No, I love Vanderpump. it, but I have to... It was too much. I know. It, just watch... Just yeah, watch you're telling me just watch this Scandaval. most recent season. Yeah, just watch that one. Okay. I felt so out of the fucking loop when was, everybody oh, was posting about it. It's and all I'm like, over. How come we've all been watching this show, but nobody's been talking about it until right now? Because The Scandaval. Okay, but then how come why everyone was talking... Was watching the show for years and years and years and nobody told me? I've been watching the show. I neglected to tell you. I Thank apologize. you. Because then I could have been involved in this you scandal nonsense. But literally, this is just the most important part. Okay. Well, I'll watch season 10 then. Yes. Okay. It's a good one. All right. Literally, a Vanderpump, they need to do like a Vanderdoor. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a little bit of a second there. But you're not Vander. It needs to be like Olive. An Olidor? Olidor. <laughs> <laughs> No one would watch it. Off. Mm -hmm. So okay. So when me and Chance were moving into the house that we live in now, it was getting renovated, right? Mm -hmm. Walls were getting knocked out. Was getting painted. All this stuff. Very exciting. The whole time, I was telling him like, we need a show called Renner Renovations. Shut up. Get this. The other day, I'm on Disney Plus. Don't tell me it exists. You know Jeremy Renner from like the Marvel movies? No, but okay. Well, he plays Hawkeye. Okay. Started his own show on Disney Plus called Renovations because his name is Jeremy Renner. Shut the fuck up. I have been copyrighted. I came up with this idea years ago. You should have And I would like my check. I'm so mad. I used to have an Instagram (sighs) highlight called Renovations. Damn it. Damn it, Jeremy Renner. Day late and a dollar short. Fucking... Well, actually, I don't think he knows who I am, but asshole stole my idea. <laughs> well, maybe he'll figure it out. Sometimes then he'll bring I wonder you on. when I'm like at a coffee shop or somewhere where they need my last. Why would a coffee shop need my last name? That doesn't even make sense. Where I'm at somewhere, <laughs> where I'm at somewhere where somebody needs my last name, and I say Renner, even though it's not even my last name. I just like pretend mm-hmm. I haven't changed my name yet. <laughs> um, I'm like, I wonder if they think I'm related to Jeremy Renner. I wonder if they think I'm famous. But you don't even know who that was, so I don't. But I'm sure there are people out there. Yeah, I'm going to choose to believe that. Yes. This is me striving for fame again so yeah. bad. I used to say that Adrian Peterson was my cousin. But I don't know who the fuck that is. He's a black NFL player, so that was very well, far-fetched. that's not going to work, baby. Maybe I like still marriage. 
married cousin. Yeah, yeah. That could work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was completely off topic from what that was we were talking about. One thing about me, mama loves a tangent. I love it. I'm going off. Okay. So the next question, is the process of opening a second location more or less scary and why? Um, I would say surprisingly it was more scary. I was going to say it would be less because you already know what to do. <sighs> you would think. You would think. I think if I opened a second location in the same city, which one, I don't know why you would do that. At least uh, for oh, me. Oh, spill it. Like, well, I just, like... If I was at Starbucks, okay, you could have two right next to each other, and they'd both probably do very well. Mm. But if I had two yellow doors right next to each other. Like two in Redlands? It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, That's okay. just too much. I guess. I would just expand and do one bigger location. Right. So I think because I had to, I now have to travel so far. I mean, we just did the drive. Yeah. Two hours one way. Yeah. In a day. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It can be a lot. So I... <laughs> I'm, like, looking at all the people outside trying to make sure no one's coming in to rob us. Mackenzie, I will kill somebody. I truly feel, like, kind of like we're on a reality show right now. We had so many people walking behind you that you couldn't see. Oh, really? Just staring at us. They were looking at us? We really should have put a sign, like, we're recording the open your own door. On air. I need a neon. You need a neon on air sign. That'd be cute. Yeah, then people will look it up. Yeah. Yeah, you need to put it it outside. I love that. Um. Sorry. Yeah. So I do think that it was more scary just because it was so far. Mm. I'm driving so far. My can't rent just pop into your business. Cannot yeah. just pop in. I have to have very good faith yeah. that the place will be here the way I left it yeah. when I come back. Um, my rent out here is double. Mm-hmm. So that's scary, taking on an extra financial burden. Um not knowing as many people out here too it's true trying Trying to to build a clientele trying to get people to work here and all that yeah even with my training that i'm doing tomorrow i'm doing the piercing training tomorrow and day two is model day so i have to have models that come and are willing to get pierced yeah and i was like holy shit i don't find people people? i did good but it, it happened to work out which majority of my models are coming from redlands how much time do you feel like you have to spend on your phone like scrolling and looking because <laughs> oh I'm sure a lot of that is like finding the right people to follow finding getting yes. the right people to follow you like contacting yeah. like you were telling me about finding influencers for the co-working space like yeah. how much time do you feel like you have to spend like looking through social media and being on your phone I think currently I spend an embarrassingly amount of time um I would say probably close to like like nine or ten hours Jesus Christ a day. Because that's something I feel like a lot of people don't, like, work into their how much time they're going to spend doing yeah. something. Because so much of this is social media. Yeah. So much of it. It's a lot. Like, not even just your own, but, like, finding people, getting in touch with people, like, contacting people. All of it is, like, like even just now, those girls walked into the business and you're like, give me your phone. Like, let me type in my Instagram. Like, that's how you'll find everything. Yeah. So. It's a lot. Um, I feel like if I was more like disciplined and I told myself like okay you wake up in the morning and I'm really trying not to pick up my phone when I first wake up but it's such a hard habit to break but if I like woke up did a healthy routine and then gave myself from like 10 to 12 I was on social media and I was just very intentional with my time I think I would spend less but I feel like because it's such an easy like you just pick up your cell phone right already it's already in your hand or in your pocket at all times so at all times of the day. If me, Trey, and Kendall are just hanging out in the living room and I'm on the couch, I'm going scrolling. I'm drafting up messages. I'm drafting up content. Yeah. 
And then, like, three hours go by, and I'm like, holy shit. Well, that doesn't make you feel good about yourself that at least you're, like, contributing to work. Because when I'm on my phone, I'm watching videos of dogs with butterflies on their noses and shit that doesn't even make sense. (laughs) I would rather, though. I know, but at least you can tell yourself, like, I was working. Yeah. Make you feel better about it. That's true. It's still, it's it's unhealthy. Question mark. Do you read? Uh, No. Have you read any Colleen Hoover books? No. And I see you post, and I want to. Mama is not, when I'm saying mama, I'm referring to mama, me. (laughs) In the third person, me, myself, and I. There's that fucking ugly dog again. I love dogs. We can get into the Petco story here in a little bit, too, if you want. But I'm going to tell you about my book journey. So I read the first Colleen Hoover book. Well, I guess it's not really the first. I don't fucking know the order that this bitch writes. And she has, if you go to Barnes & Noble and look at the Colleen Hoover book section, that hoe is sitting at her fucking computer or typewriter, God knows whatever she uses, and she is <laughs> click clacking all day every day. She has, she that has many books? so many fucking books. Really? So many fucking books. Like if you go to the Jeez. little Colleen Hoover section, it's ridiculous. How many books? She's like Ariana Grande, just churning out, churning out books. Holy shit! Like Miss Grande turns out music. But anyways, so I've re- I started with It Ends with Us, okay. which is that one that is turning into a movie. Blake Lively is playing. Okie dokie. The main girl. I Have you not heard about any of this? Nothing. <sighs> I'm sorry. You need to start reading the books. I will, and you start, start watching Vanderpump. Agreed. All right. <laughs> I'm too busy to watch Vanderpump because I'm reading my books. Well, I'm too I'm busy very into Vanderpump. them right now. My friend Lauren wants to start a smoothie book club, I like where we that. all sit and read smoothie books. That's cute. Are these are all of her books smoothie? Okay, so. <sighs> Smoothie is the term that I've heard from Lauren. If anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, it's like little sexy, like romantic mm-hmm. books. And that's what I thought I was reading. And then I started hearing about some of the books that Lauren reads. You were not And I'm like, this smoothie. is not what I'm reading. So my books, <laughs> the Colleen Hoover books are like, there's like a plot line in the story. And then she like builds up sexual tension between like one character and another. And then they like have like a pretty short, like maybe one page sex scene. And then we move on. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are tragic and like somebody's dead or like mm. somebody was in jail or like shit like that. They're pretty much all like that. And then there's this one book, which I will really recommend that you read. It's called Verity. And if anybody reads Colleen Hoover books and has read Verity, you know what I'm talking about. Verity. Verity. Okay. V-E-R-I-T-Y. It is her only, it is her only like thriller book. Okay. And it's also smoothie. So it's like a true crime. Like I literally read it on our honeymoon, the whole book. And there were moments where I was like gripping the bed next to me and I'm like oh my god I'm so scared I don't want to turn the next page what's gonna happen like oh, full anxiety over like a book I like so you books. need to get started okay get you a little kindle or a little like nook thing that you could just like put in your pocket so you don't have to carry okay. a whole book around yeah and spend time reading I read before bed and not having the blue light of my phone has made me sleep way better what about audiobooks hmm. have you had any of those books read to you I don't know how you feel about that <laughs> And she slowly inserts his large miss into her void. I don't know if I want that in my ear. That might be a little weird. I used to li- I listened to the Fifty Shades of Grey audiobook in high school, in class. What did the What did the audio person sound like? It was just a girl. You're okay. I think you can pick. They can be different sounds. Like <laughs> different voices. Make tray record. I would have it in, 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 in like an Irish accent or something. <laughs> like crazy, like a British accent. No, this is I'm making this up. I don't know oh. if they actually can. But yeah, like, I'm pretty sure you like celebrities sometimes record audiobooks, like voice audiobooks. I don't know. Holy shit. That doesn't really seem like my thing though. I just feel like with my situation on you a don't have two time. hour drive. Yeah. So a lot of people that commute do like audible and like audiobooks. Yeah. Verity. Okay. Listen to it. Listen to it. See if they do I'm that. gonna be scared. 
It's mm. yeah. <laughs> it's not like ghosty scary. It's just like, oh my God, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Uh, like jump scare. Oh, but when you're reading, you are in control of like reading the next word. With yeah, this, true. I'm screwed. For two hours, I'm going to be terrified. Well, you'll know. It's the, I feel like reading is the same thing as listening, right? Like your brain is reading it to you. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you're hearing it in your brain from your inside voice. This is getting really weird. <laughs> and none of this is making sense. <laughs> so sorry. All my Hoover girlies are going to be like, yes, she's right. She's correct. Yeah. I do need to start because I've... The You're like one there. of the only ones that I hasn't t- read these books. I think I am. It's because you also don't have time. But I'm going to need you to figure it out. I'll f- I'm fine time. Okay. You yeah. have to be part of the Smoothie Book Club. I'm down. Kay. That sounds so fun. I love a book club. If Lauren's in charge, I'm really scared about what we're going to read. But mm. it's going to be okay. okay. We're going to figure it out we'll together. We'll power through. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, biggest risk in opening a business. Um, I would say... Financial, right? Financial is definitely a big risk. Um, I feel like, yeah, that might be the only There's big There's a man ri- SoundCloud rapping outside right now, and I really want to go give him the mic. Oh, no, I think he's telling a story. Uh, well, there's rhythm to it. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, do you want to be on our podcast? <laughs> Spill the tea. Um, yeah, I do think financial. I think a lot of times, too, the fear of, like, failing and having to start over. Mm-hmm. That's a big risk. Um. But really, I feel like the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. It's That's all what I was going to say. If you're not it. willing to take big risks, then yeah. like you can't put your foot halfway into something like this. No. You have to really jump in. Yeah. You got to jump in even if you're partially blind and you don't really know. Yeah. But you'll figure it out. Amazing. Yes. So, yeah. Would, yeah. Biggest risk, financial. Um, biggest thing that could hold someone back from opening a location I would say probably one of the biggest things that could hold someone back is the support of their partner. Okay. Because that has been like the most common denominator for people who are successful in running a small business and people who are not successful from my experience. Really? Yes. Okay. I like that answer. I, I just feel I'm very fortunate that Trey is so supportive. Yeah, he is. Almost too supportive. (laughs) Like, love you, babe, but yeah. say no sometimes. Right. Because he's 100% all in. Yeah. Let's do it. I support you. You're going to do great with whatever you do. Yeah. And sometimes it's it's a little much. Sometimes you need you to be You want him to tell you no? Sometimes. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, my gosh, I had the greatest idea. What do you think about it? And he's like, that's awesome. You should do it. And I'm like, were you really listening to what I just said? Or, or you're you just, just going to say yes regardless? Yeah. 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 I think probably because he knows that you won't do it if it's not legit. Yeah. I also think he's seen how hard I've worked for right. everything I've done so far. Right. So he's like, well, if you're going to work that hard, like. Yeah, you walk the walk, so. Yeah. Whatever. You'll probably succeed. But I feel like when you don't have, I could only imagine not having a supportive partner. And right. having someone constantly. Because you already are in your own head 24-7. Yeah, for Am sure. Am I doing this right? Is this the right choice? Especially when you have a kid involved, mm. when you're a mom. Yeah. You're no longer just like a single girly having fun. Right. Like this little side hustle quote-unquote is putting food on the table or putting a roof over my head and my family's head so if you don't have your partner supporting you as well like to counteract those negative thoughts in your head it's just both negative on negative 
telling you like this is a bad idea yeah i mean especially when you're married and all that stuff and you live together and like you said have a kid like and you're really a unit you have to operate as a unit or it's not gonna work yeah for sure and i think it's okay to have like disagreements with your partner and like your partner not fully understand because i feel like in the beauty industry in specific it's hard for men to kind of wrap their head around how it all works yeah how it works the fact that they can like that we can potentially make you know six figures yeah is just mind-blowing to people and so I feel like it's just like it's just the odds are already stacked against us yeah totally and especially in your position like a lot of people maybe not like that their partner could be experiencing success like that even if that sounds bad there's a lot of people that don't root for each other like that so that is true feel threatened by Mm -hmm. it or you know they need to be the breadwinner right the the support person in their family yeah yeah, it is. And it, I mean, I spend a lot of time away yeah. from Trey and Kendall. And you have to have a strong down. foundation to be able to do stuff like that. Yes. He holds down the fort. There's a lot of guys that would be like, well, like, right. we wanted this kid, so you need to be here. And there's none of that. Like, Yeah. People. Speaking of Real Housewives, I was just watching this episode where um, this girl, Portia, her and her husband were like debating on whether they should have a kid or not. And he literally said to her, like, you can have a child or you can have a career, but you cannot have both. Like if you have a child, you will be staying at home. She's like, well, we are millionaires. Like we can afford a nanny. And he was like, no, like you don't get both. There are, there are people that are traditional quote unquote like that. See, yeah. And I just, to each its own, but that's just not for me. Yeah. It's not your journey. I could not. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's not most people's journey, but yeah, I can, I couldn't get behind, but yeah, I think definitely having, a supportive partner. I think in all aspects of life, that's pretty, um, pretty vital. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, what is the very first step to opening a brick and mortar location? Um, Have you answered this before? I feel like maybe for like actual steps to opening, it's like pretty similar. But I would feel like if you're going to open a brick and mortar, you need to go and like start looking at locations. Oh, okay. Okay. Like start actually scoping out places. Yeah. Did you scope this place out, the San Diego location? before? Nice. I remember when I was looking in San Diego, I was on um, LoopNet, which is like a website to go. It's like Zillow, but for commercial real estate. Got it. And I was looking and I was seeing places and I was like, oh my gosh, like none of these are in my price range. And, you know, they're, the location's not that great. And then I just kept scrolling and looking and I found this space. And it was actually the next door space that I found Got that it. was listed. And I kept looking at it and I kept literally just like dreaming and like fantasizing about opening a location there. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I could do this there and I could do that there. And I was like looking it up on like street view and seeing everything, what it was around. Um, and ironically, I had eaten at the Flamingo, which is right yeah. across the street, like years before. Yeah. And I remember eating there and being like, this is home. Like, this is where I want to be. Mm. And I was with Jackie and I remember telling her like sitting at the restaurant, I was like, I just want to be here. Like I miss it. I love San Diego. It's just the vibe here is home. And two years later yeah I find this space and I was so scared to reach out to the realtor because I was like okay if I reach out and they like move forward with me then it's real like I'm right. happening yeah. but then if I reach out and they deny me then it's like the end of my dream so I was like so scared for it to go either way and then finally I was like fuck it I'm just gonna message them I'm gonna email and say I'm interested in this property and the realtor messaged me back and we went and saw it and the rest Here is we history. Are. Yeah. Sitting in it. Sitting in it. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's wild. Yeah. For sure. The journey has been insane. Yeah, I don't even know how you did it. 
I know. And to think that it's been, like, it's been five, six years. Since I've, the yellow door? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, it feels so long, but then it also feel it feels long. like it's, like, gone by like that. Right. It's so weird. That's awesome. Time. It's crazy. I wonder what, where the hell you're going to be in five more years. Oh, my God. Wild to think about. Hopefully still here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Okay, let's see. There are some more questions. Um, you're going to hit us with some tea? Yeah. Ooh, I want to answer. I want to answer the one. What are you most excited about in life right now? I think we should both answer that. One. Oh, okay. Just That's in general. One. Yeah. Yeah. That was the question. What are you most excited about in life right now? Ooh. Do you need time to think? Most excited about like in life in this current moment. Like if I'm not thinking future. Not. Mm, I guess. It, well, I don't know. Like, what are you looking forward to? What are you excited about? Yeah, I guess when I think about mine, it's like kind of future-ish yeah, near future I feel like this year has surprisingly for me brought on a lot of like exciting I would say things like spontaneously right like we're going to Europe in two weeks yeah. I'm really excited for that um my little sister's getting married there are things like that that are coming up where it's like I didn't expect all this to happen but mm-hmm. I'm like very excited my family just feels a lot closer I'm a lot closer to like my in-law side of the family That's and awesome. I'm just feel like we're all making bonds and amends and things are just working out I feel like I'm really excited for family stuff this year um, more so than I have been in the past I just feel like things are clicking and also like I'm at a point where I'm not wanting for things much anymore mm. like I'm very content I like that. And I'm very happy. And like our house is coming together. We're doing a lot of like work in the backyard and like so cute, like planting stuff. Chance and I feel really good and solid right now. Um, I feel complete in my family with Reagan and all that. Everything just feels like it's adding up. I'm starting grad school in August. And I finally, like I struggled so much. And I think a lot of the theme of the mom pod when I was doing that was what the fuck am I going to do? Like a lot of that was an outlet of like, I'm kind of lost yeah. and I don't really have anyone to talk to about it. I don't know what I'm going to do next. I think by the time I, we stopped doing the mom pod, I still didn't even know that I was going to teach or that I was even getting into grad school. Wow. So a lot of that has happened recently, like that I'm going to grad school to become a teacher and I got my job at escape, which has been like literally the best experience. I've met like the nicest people and having a job has fixed a lot of the, I would say postpartum depression and anxiety that I had because being so wrapped up and enveloped in mom motherhood made me lose a lot of who I was and having this little, you know, part-time job where I get to go do my own thing and Mm -hmm. serve people beer and hang out with other adults has really fixed a lot for me. I feel like I have my youth back a little bit because I am still, I'm 24. I'm still pretty young. So, you know, having that part of me is really important. I feel like I've just found a really good balance and I'm always scared to say that like I want to like knock on wood because I like don't want to jinx it but I feel like for the first time I'm like feeling like everything's falling into place so that's awesome that's really good that's a really good feeling really good feeling I do like that it's almost like things are just effortlessly Mm -hmm. happening for you and that's awesome it's kind of scary though because life doesn't really be working out for me like that so the fact that it's easy means I'm probably in for a real treat soon no or it's like the universe's way of rewarding you for being (laughs) such a freaking I would love to be rewarded. Yeah, that would be great. (laughs) But um, yeah, no, I'm just feeling very blessed right now. I feel like there's a lot of, I've been describing this year to chance, like as a lot of love and light, like 
people that we're, you know, friends with and everything, like everybody's you know, falling in love and getting married and having babies. And it's just like a lot of stuff is just feels very like love That's and good. everybody's doing really well in our lives as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm just really excited. That's awesome. For all that. Yes. What about you? What are you looking forward to? I'm really looking forward to, it feels like a new start with our new apartment. Oh yeah. Have you talked about this yet? Briefly. Okay. I just briefly talked on that me and my sister are both like yeah. moving into our own apartments. So exciting. So I'm very excited. I cannot wait. You we're were telling me on the drive here you've been in your apartment for seven years. We've lived in our apartment. We currently are in for seven That's years. That's a fucking long time to live in an apartment. Yes. Like the same apartment. Yes. I went from living in um, San Diego to then living with Trey in Riverside for like six months maybe. Uh-huh. then our apartment in riverside got broken into so we moved out because we felt unsafe and then we moved straight into the the mentone apartment and we've literally been there for seven years so now you're getting a little upgrade a little upgrade we're gonna have a garage an extra room so kendall will have a playroom mm-hmm. our kitchen is gonna be all updated we're gonna have a dishwasher <laughs> oh my god and a you fridge. Don't have a dishwasher right now? We don't have a dishwasher. That's so fucking For annoying. seven years, we oh. have hand washed all of our dishes. I'm so excited for you. I'm, I'm so, so excited for I'm you. I'm so excited. Yes. Oh, that's gonna be so nice. And We're I just feel like it's like again, like a little reward for yourself. Like oh. you're getting a little upgrade. That's yes. gonna be great. Yeah, I'm really excited. I am excited to just feel content. Yeah. Because my sister and I always joke, we like lack content. We discussed this in our like. <laughs> yeah coming into the new year this year episode on the mom pod yes about like how that's what you were missing yeah so little things are coming into life that are helping you get there and that's good yeah i'm very excited for that because i need i want to feel content i feel like that's it's pretty easy i feel like for me yeah to feel content like as long as nothing is horrendously going wrong yeah i'm good yeah i feel like that's something that's new for me Mm -hmm. in having chance and reagan because it's like so much could go wrong mm-hmm. that it's like i have like the bare minimum and everybody's happy healthy like we're good like it's good like that's the way to look at it i agree i definitely need to look at it more like that you just got a lot on your plate i do and then when i i was talking about this in therapy and i think it's because we were my the therapist was telling me that when i was growing up i was explaining to her that like we were not allowed to sleep in like even on weekends like my grandma would come in and it was like 7 30 we she was like get up we're Why? not being lazy we're getting up we're doing stuff like there's things to be done today oh like there was no relaxing really. oh okay like that was if you were just like laying around until noon they were like absolutely not what are you guys doing really we get up we could be like you know at, going outside mowing the lawn like just there's things that needed to be done all the time so I was telling my therapist that I feel like something Trey and I kind of like differ with what we feel like is I need to constantly be doing something or else I'm not like if I'm not being busy I'm unproductive interesting and I'm like not a failure but just not moving in the right direction well that makes a lot of sense yeah so I feel like I just cannot stop (laughs) what does your therapist say about this she says I need to chill yeah okay (laughs) We listen to our therapist, Mackenzie. I know. That's why I'm really excited. Like I was telling you, like if I could just do the two trainings, the two preaching yeah. trainings a month and really like just work on the co-working space, but from home yeah. in a home that I'm happy being in, yeah. like it's a nice, clean, fresh, yeah. pretty space. That'll be really, really It'll good. Be so, just 
just beautiful. Yeah, and I think like <laughs> one of the most fun parts of life is like getting furniture and shopping for stuff like that. Like, love it. I think that's why I'm addicted to opening yellow doors. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just want to buy. I just want to furnish this yeah. bitch. Uh huh. This little space we're sitting in right now is very cute. Very vibey. I love it. I love it too. So exciting. That's what I was saying. Like one of the, my most like things I'm looking forward to and being a teacher is like getting a classroom to decorate. Yeah. Because it's like so much space to decorate. It's so fun. So fun. Pinterest, like just scrolling. Am I good at it? That's all right. I don't know. I'm just going to have your sister help me. Yes. That was just going to say, I'm, this is all Cassidy. Yeah. She's really got a knack for this shit. It's, it's insane. It is insane. I love it. It's very cool. Okay. Another question. Um, oh, should we ask you a question for oh, Allie? Okay. Give me the question, girl. What happened to the mom bod? Oh, <laughs> shit. It always kills me, like, the amount of tea people create. Yes. In their brains, mm-hmm. in their little ear holes in the yeah. brains of these people. They have endless kettles. But I get it because I'd be doing the same <laughs> shit. I'm like, oh, this person didn't post with this person one time. There's tea. There's drama. Yeah. So the mom pod, I think I already kind of explained it a little bit mm-hmm. you previously. Touch. Yeah. I touched on it. But listen, the mom pod was something that we started with really I would say no expectation Mm -hmm. like I didn't ever really put too much intention into it it was like the purpose of it was a fun thing to sit down when we had time to do it yeah I got my job at escape and therefore had no more time to do it so I will take credit mainly for the ending of the mom pod like need be if someone needs to take credit for it but really what it is is just a lack of time to do it I think People don't really understand the amount of, like, work that goes into a podcast, like, behind the scenes, right? Like, they see us sitting down and chit-chatting and all that. But the the editing and the sitting down, and for especially for two moms to find time to sit down and out of their lives, because you can't yes. have your screaming children running around while you're recording a podcast. Yeah. It's a lot to do it once a week. And so once I got my job at Escape and I ended up, I work a lot more than I thought I was going to work. Yeah. I just didn't have the time to balance it anymore, being for real. Yeah. So there's really no tea and no shade behind the ending of the mom pod. It's just didn't have time to do it anymore. Yeah. I think that the reason people get so worked up about it is because it ended abruptly, right? Like we started season three, did episode one, and then it was gone. Mm-hmm. But life happens like that. It and sure I, does. Especially when you're a parent, like... Sometimes you just don't have time for shit and that's fine. And I think because yeah. we weren't some big, huge podcast, I didn't feel like I needed to give people an explanation. Yeah. It was just, it is what it is. So that's the reason for the ending of the mom pod. Now, other things don't need to sit and give explanation for <laughs> on this podcast, but for the, the ending of the mom pod, that is the, the tea, no tea. The tea, no tea. I like it. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't really feel like it's that big of a deal. No, I do think that to, to your point. Yeah. It was started for fun. Like it was a nice way. Like you said, it was almost like an outlet for you. It was like therapeutic for me. Yeah. For real. And then you got better and you got to a point where you were busy and you were doing other things that you enjoyed a lot, like working at Escape. Escape wasn't just like, I'm getting this nine to five or, you know, this job at a brewery because I need it. Like you need it for not just financial, but like your mental health, you needed to get out and enjoy some independence away from being a mom. And there's nothing wrong with 
this, but escape was never really about the money. Ever. Like, yeah. Ever. I was miserable. Yeah. Like, and I've said it before, like being a stay at home mom is some people's journey. It is not mine. Mm-mm. And I still do it. Like I work nighttime. So like my schedule usually chance works nine to five. I work five to 11. Mm-hmm. And just even those six hours of working has fixed my brain. Yeah. Like I swear, well that and like all the cocktails and medications that I'm on. <laughs> but um, mostly it's been escape. And I think that a lot of people, especially people that I work with, don't even realize that it's like legit medicine for me. Yeah. Like I'm picking up shifts left and right because I want to be there. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I don't want to be around my kid. It's because sometimes you need something else. I feel like if yes. you're doing anything, parenting, whatever, that one thing for years and years and years in a row, like I'd stay at home mom for two years. Mm-hmm. You get sick of shit. Oh yeah. And like, I just need to talk to people, like have adult interactions. And it has been the best thing for our family. And so obviously I'm going to prioritize something like that over a podcast that we started for fun. Do you know what I mean? So I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And everybody moves on and does different things and, you know, experiences, relationships, all that they ebb and flow and there doesn't always need to be tea and shade behind it. So no, I definitely think that escape was probably the best thing to happen to you. Yeah. Fixed a lot of stuff for me. Yeah. Made me, made me, I feel like a lot more well-rounded because it's as crazy as it sounds, escape is the first job I ever had. That's awesome. I mean, I don't, wouldn't count the Marine Corps as a job right. physically. Right. That was, uh, I guess it was, I was getting paid for it, but this was my first, escape is my first like real person, civilian job so, yeah, I was at say. 24 years old, which yeah. is wild. Because walking into there, I'm like, this is the first time I've like mopped a floor right. put a chair up like got a, served some yeah. yeah i have a food handler's car yeah. like all these things at 24 it's the first time i've done it and a lot of people have their first jobs long before that so i think just the experience in general has been very good for me even if it, people think it's just like some silly little beer tending job it is but it's fun but also people make that their whole career right to each its own who cares mm-hmm. yeah like i and i think i literally got like you've been to escape and seen the environment that it is it's i'm so lucky Yes. That I get to work there. Yeah. So lucky. It, it is, is such a good the vibe. the coolest place ever to work. And everybody is so awesome and so sweet and so nice and so perfect. I can sit and talk about escape all day, every day. <laughs> it is good. I tell Chance, it's going to be so fucking hard for me to get this job up. Yeah. Because I'm getting, I'm going to grad school so that I can become a teacher. And you bet your ass I'm going to get out of school at 3.30 and go beer tent. Hell yeah. I can't let it go. I don't think I'm going to be able to. Yeah. Even if it's just, if it's just one day a week. Yeah, I know. I'm like, you better let me stay there for one or two days a week. Because yeah. I'm literally going to go mentally insane without it. It's my therapy. I feel like that's also pretty common. Or like a weekend thing. Yeah. One weekend out of the yeah. month, you can give your full availability. Girl. Because that's how surfers do it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even care if I need it or not. I need it up here. Yeah. <laughs> not in the wallet. <laughs> I need it in the head. I need it's it just eventually. a lot of fun. So, it is fun. Yeah, that's been... That's to answer that question. The the reason is probably escape, but it's not escape's fault. <laughs> it's right. it's uh, something that's been really good. Yeah. Really good for me. That's awesome. So that's that answer. I love Sorry it. if that's not juicy enough for you. <laughs> for the sorry team. guys sorry to sorry disappoint. guys <laughs> i literally had like three people message me that today and i had to message them this exact answer like girl no it's, <laughs> it's, it's fine it's not what you think it's fine everything's <laughs> fine i love that okay so should we talk about this petco extravaganza i feel like do you feel like so many people have heard me talk about this that nobody wants to hear me talk about no, it no i need to hear because but i'm I, gonna rage yeah that's fine and i also i feel like we didn't really talk after I messaged you and I saw that and I texted you like I'm here you know and so many people texted me that day I'm like I'm literally sitting here with my dog's blood all over me I'm like I can't even have 
let me and let me paint you the fucking picture. Watch this little real snippet go <laughs> viral. It's not even recording. Is it not? Nope. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. It's not been recording this whole well, time. Well, hit it, girl, because I'm about to I'm about to spill this story. So, what had happened was <laughs> here you go. So what had happened was we can just edit this part out. Do you know how to do that? Do you want me to help you yeah. do it? Okay. My little, small, little iPhone. I love it. Okay. So I've been taking Olive to get groomed at Petco since I got her. Wow. Because Olive is a very low-maintenance dog. She just gets dirty. So she just needs, like, literally a basic bath. Like, yeah. if you go on the Petco website, there's, like, an option to click, like, the $30 bath. And that's literally just, like, they wash the dog, they blow dry the dog, and they give the dog back. Or so, so you think. Or so you think. So, I think I'd taken Olive three or four times before. And this time I came in and dropped her off. Then they called me, like, right after I dropped her off to let me know that she had fleas. What? And that they were going to give her a flea bath. And I was like, okay, like, no problem. Like, they were, we just have to call and let people know, like, that that's the case. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, totally fine. Like, she's mainly an outdoor dog. Like, that's, you know, it's totally fine. Whatever. Yeah. And we put her on, like, flea and take medication after that and all that. It was fine. So they called me to let me know that. Then I dropped her off at 930 in the morning. Hours go by, right? Like, hours go by. Weird. And they tell you that it takes, like, three to five hours for your dog to get a bath, which I've always thought was weird. But it normally takes about three hours. Like, I go home and then come back to get her. And so, so bizarre. It was 2 o'clock maybe. And I was like, okay, this is, like, very odd. So I call and I call and I call. And it was, like, four times calling. Nobody was answering my phone call. So I was like, I'm just going to, like, get ready for work, drive down there so I can, like, drop her back off at home and then go straight to work. Yeah. Get there at, like, 3.30. Because they're fucking scrambling. Right. I get there. At th- if you find – wait till I tell you the timeline of what actually happened. Oh. So I get there at 3.30. And I walk up to the counter. I'm like, hi, I'm here to pick up my dog. And they're like, what's your dog's name? And I was like, Olive. And the girl looks at me and goes, hold on. And walks into the back to, to grab the manager. And it's like, you know, you look in the grooming area. Yeah, it's like it's clear. Class. Yeah. So she's in there with the manager. The manager looks out at me, picks up his phone, turns around and starts making a phone call. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And there's like four people in line behind me. And they're like, did they lose your dog? I'm like, they better not have lost my dog. No, they just almost fucking killed her. Like, what is going on? And so the guy comes out and he's like, hi, did no one tell you? Like, nobody called you? I'm like, no, what is going on? They're like, your dog's at Loma Linda Animal Hospital. And I'm like, what? So I'm like on the verge of tears now. Like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? And they're like, we discovered a wound on her during grooming. And she was bleeding a lot. So we had to take her to the hospital. And I'm like, what, what time did this happen? Yeah. And they were like, she's been there for about three hours. Oh, They were like, they took no. her to Redlands Animal Hospital. And then they sent her from Redlands Animal Hospital to Loma Linda. So she was like transferred. What the fuck? Yeah. And I'm like, so, and I'm standing in line with all these people behind me. And I'm like, so you mean to tell me my dog got injured? And I didn't know what it was at this point. Like maybe she had a scab that got ripped off or something. So I was like, my dog got injured and you put my dog in your vehicle and removed her from the property, took her to multiple hospitals and did not call me. And they were like, well, yeah. Well, yeah, what? I'm like, where is she? I'm like asking for the number of like the manager that was with her at the pet store. And they're like, we can't release the like the numbers manager, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, <gasps> we'll text his ass and tell him I'm coming. Mm-mm-mm. So I drive over to Loma Land Animal Hospital and Olive is on a table in there, sedated with, when I tell you, like I can, sh- I think I've probably shown you the pictures of the wounds. 
all bloody. It looked like a, like, if someone took scissors to your skin, you'd have, like, a V-shaped flap. Yeah. That's what it was. And then there was another puncture wound underneath. And you mean to tell me that you discovered that? And it was, she was bleeding everywhere. The way I would have murdered. And the guy's standing in the back. And I'm like, I didn't even look at him. I wouldn't. Because I'm like, all I care about now is my bloody fucking dog laying here sedated on the table. They had already sedated her. Yep. Because she was freaking out. And she had been at the hospital for hours. Like, if, if they would have called me when it happened. Like, right. Okay. So something happened. Right. We're going to take your dog to the hospital. Would you like to meet us there? Right. It would have been a much different situation. My poor dog is with strangers terrified. at a hospital, terrified, and I'm nowhere to be found for hours. Not because I didn't want to be there, but because I didn't even know she was there. Oh, my God. I was crying. When I tell you, I was literally, like, whole drive there, sobbing, in the room, sobbing. Like, I, it's to the point where, like... One of my biggest things is being out of control, right? Like when Reagan was young and she had her hospital visit at like nine days old. Yeah. I was crying because I was out of control. I didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Like you're putting your hands on all of essentially my baby. Like, and I have, I could have been here for hours helping her. And because you guys didn't tell me. me. What the fuck were they going to do? Get her stitched up and bring her back to me? Like what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Like I was so mad. Like the next day because they close at a certain time. Anyways. So I'm like holding there, petting my dog. The doctor comes in and he's examining her. And I'm like, dude, in front of the Petco guy, I'm like, what could have happened? Like, what caused this? And he's looking at it and he's like, oh, girl, the only thing that could have caused this is scissors. I'm like, like from grooming? He's like, yeah, definitely from grooming. Because she's all, all her hair was fucked up around it too. And so I turn around and look at the Petco guy and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, like from grooming. And then the vet was like, yeah, you should probably get an attorney. I'm like, what the fuck? Did after- words come out of the pet co-worker's mouth? Nope. He just looked at me like like this. Like, closed his mouth and, like, looked at me like, oh, shit. And then he left and made a phone call. And I think that's when Petco decided that they had to pay for everything. Oh, you think? Because the, or you're- the veterinarian looked at me and said, get an attorney. He was like, okay, well, that's her alibi there, the fucking vet. Like, yeah. It literally told me, scissors did that and get an attorney. And I dropped my dog off for a bath. Bath. There's no scissors in- included in a bath. I'm like, I am so like still to this day, get livid and confused about the whole thing. So anyways, they had her in there. They had to sedate her. They were trying to um, put this little injection into her paw to make her stop. It wasn't her paw. It was like her arm to make her stop bleeding. And she was freaking out too much. So they were like, we have to put her under anesthesia and we have to give her stitches. Oh, hell no. From a fucking bath. Like, it's so aggravating. Like, I can't even begin to explain it. So she, I dropped her off at Petco at 9.30 in the morning and didn't come home from the hospital until almost 9 o'clock at night. Poor Olive. Mm-hmm. I've yet to see her. I need to give her all the kisses yeah, she's, and hugs. Her fur has grown back. Her stitches are removed. She looks great. She's doing great. But fuck but Petco. Fuck, pe- fuck Petco. And people told me before I, like, started getting a groom that they'd heard horror stories. Yeah. I'm like, it's just a bath. How bad can it be? That, I would have thought the Do same thing. Do not trust people no. with your pets. No. I took both of our cats to get groomed there, and I'm surprised they survived. Yeah. Because of Especially how satanic cats. they are. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. So, from this point forward, she's getting a bath in the bathtub, or we're going to do, like, a mobile groomer situation. Oh, yeah. But I'm not leaving her side. Like, that's... It's... It was really, really... Like, I don't use the word traumatizing in a serious situation very lightly, and it was low-key traumatizing. That like, would have absolutely traumatized yeah, me. Yeah. It was really, really horrible. I, like, went home and had to wash the blood off my sweatshirt, like, from my dog. Has Petco reached out to you guys at all? Nope. They, um... At the end of the... Her getting her stitches removed and coming back to pick her up from her surgery, basically, they asked me for the money, and the Petco guy was standing behind me, handed the card, 
And then we went outside and he was like, hey, like, I just wanted to let you know that, like, Petco takes this very seriously. Bullshit. Listen to this. So we take this really seriously and we're going to investigate the groomer who did this to the highest degree and, you know, punish them with everything possible. I posted this on the Redlands Buzz Facebook group. Uh This girl commented on it and was like, my dog is at Petco getting groomed right now. Can you please message me? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, what's the name of the groomer that that did that to all? I gave her the name and she was like, my dog's with her right now. The next day. Shut the fuck up. She was grooming another dog. So, yeah, fuck Petco. Well, I was subscribed to their email, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I unsubscribed. Good. You know the reason? They make you put a reason in? I said, they hurt my friend's dog. <laughs> 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 fuck you guys. They hurt Olive. Fuck you. Fuck you. Olive Renner yep. should have never had to go through all that. Yep. Well, there was people behind. Remember I told you there was people behind Thank me God. in line? Yeah. I turned around. They were all gone. All of them took their dogs and walked out the door. Thank good yep. riddance. I'm like sitting, they're sitting there explaining to me how my dog was injured and taken to a hospital without my knowledge. And I turned around and everybody in line had walked out the door. Can we protest? Yeah. <laughs> Can like I how everybody fucked up SeaWorld? Let's fuck up Petco. Oh, I'm down. Because I have been hearing atrocious stories. Well, I Googled it to see if that was a thing. And it is a thing. Oh, it is. What, People's okay. dogs have had their um, like eyes get stitches from being stabbed in the eyes by groomers. Strangulation yeah. wounds from like the little leashes. It's rough. Okay, so they have their vet thrive, which this I don't understand. was my point. You are supposed to have a vet on site? Yeah. And okay, I get it. Maybe your vet wasn't there that day. They had to do something else. Blah, blah, blah. Call me, motherfucker. I would have gone with you. I would have gotten in your car and gone with you. Oh if my you had God. to be there for legal reasons, that's fine. I Let a bitch you up. know. Let a bitch know that you're leaving the property with my dog. It's that simple. There has to. I mean, I know like lawsuits are just. I definitely signed a waiver that says that they can remove my dog from the property. But Mm. morally, call my ass. What are you like? What are you losing in letting me know? Purposefully denied my calls. I'm sure you purposely denied my calls and lied to me about what happened. You didn't find that wound on my. You think the amount of blood that was coming out of my dog? You think I would have noticed that when I dropped off my dog at Petco? You're bullshitting. Like and you're, you mean to tell me for the f- however six, seven hours that she was here, you like d- discovered this wound and she wasn't bleeding out? Also, weird question because I, well, not even a weird question, weird statement. When I got to the vet, I was like, yeah, they said she has fleas, by the way. And they were like, no, she doesn't. So they called and told you she had fleas that morning. Yeah. Maybe they were trying to to make make it okay that she was going to stay longer. That's what I was just going to say. Get or whatever. More time. Yeah. Get more time to figure their shit out. She did not have fleas. Oh, my God. Fuck Petco. Yeah, fuck that. To the fullest. Yeah. That is disgusting. Yeah. I won't step foot. I will not. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> I was going to say, I will not step foot. Olive has a very specific type of dog food. Uh-huh. And it, it, like I've told you, we're vegetarian. Yeah. So the dilemma in allowing Olive to eat animals would be us purchasing animal products. So she's pescatarian. So she has a specific food that is just made from fish. Okay. And they only sell it at Petco. Like so the other online? day, I think I can order it from Chewy. So I should probably sign up for okay. like a subscription. But the other day I had to go. She's out of food. I had to go into Petco. So I had my bucket hat on and my sunglasses. <laughs> Girl, I'm a pariah. I posted about you on Redlands Buzz and it got like 600 likes and everybody knows. <laughs> and you probably know too. And so I'm walking into Petco. I put my, I grab the food, put it in the bag, come up to the checkout and guess who's standing at the checkout? The manager. The manager. <laughs> and my head is down, bitch. And he's like, would you like a receipt? I'm like, no, bye. Like just running out the door. <laughs> I'm like, hopefully he does not recognize me. I had a hat on, sunglasses on. I'm like, I am famous here. No, I need to make shirts that say, 
like free olive or freaking something for olive. Start a GoFundMe for olive. So, and I'm gonna wear that shirt and march my ass into Petco. If they wouldn't have paid, girl, oh hell, I would have lost it. But I mean, I can't hire an attorney to sue for what? I looked it up, and you can't hire for emotional damage because pets are considered property. They're not considered like beings. They're considered property. Fucking California. I know. <laughs> They're Otherwise, not property. They are our uh, family members. Yeah, I know. That's my baby. It's so funny. I look at Olive in such a different light now. Like I used to, like our, my in-laws dog had like, she got hit by a car and they spent like a shit ton of money to like fix her leg from the surgery. Yeah. And I remember making jokes like, oh my God, if like Olive's surgery costs more than 10K, girl, RIP. Like it's not happening. Like, <laughs> so sorry. I love her now. That that's happened to her, I'm Absolutely like, I'm going to go to the ends of the earth for yeah. this freaking dog. I literally think that when you have a dog of your own, it changes. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Like, the things that you used to think were just so Like, oh my god, yeah. That people would do for their dogs. Then you get a dog and you're like, okay, I see it. Well, yeah, it's like, she sleeps in my bed every night. Yeah. She's like, there when I wake yeah. up. And like, she's just like, so excited when I get home. And you think about these things that you take them for granted. And it's like, if I came home and she wasn't there jumping on me, like, I would be sad. Yeah. So she's part of the runner family. Yeah. So for her, her getting injured like that really like woke me up. Like, oh my God, my yeah. baby. So God. Well, thank God Olive's okay. Yeah. Isn't that just the craziest story? I literally was watching your story and the initial story is you bawling. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, crying. she's fucking dead. Get to the point. Oh Allie, my God. I need yeah, to I know, know what's sorry. happening. Sorry. <laughs> I was sorry. like on the verge of crying myself. I was like, no, it can't be true. Not our Olive. Could you imagine if Petco killed my dog? You know what's sad is that they have. They've killed animals in the past. I would lose my fucking mind. When I tell you I would go in there, it doesn't even have Start to be my dog. Shit. Oh, no. Knocking shit over, stealing I'm going the hamsters, in guns just running out. Yes. Guns a-blazing. I'm stealing all the animals, so uh-huh. they're safe. But yep, the humans... Yep. I'm going to release everything. Put a couple rats in your pants and, and put a couple mice in your pants and run out the door. They're getting tortured. Yeah. I'm killing people. So many people were messaging me like, what the fuck? Like, I would be on there screaming. My whole thing was like, in the moment, I'm like, this is already so bad. What is me yelling at this pet yeah. manager going to fix? Well, I'm sure all you cared about was getting to all right. I like, well, I didn't even acknowledge his ass. I would like, either. first of all, he's not the one that did it. You didn't call me though, motherfucker. Was that he the part. manager? Was he a manager? So there or? was a manager and then he's the store lead, which is like above the manager, the one that was with Olive at the store or okay. at the vet. Okay. So he was like the the head of that location of Petco. Hence why he could pay. He right. Had the card. Yeah, he had the company gotcha. card. He said he did been at Petco for 20 years and they don't take this stuff lightly. Well, bullshit well, then, because... Well, then guess what? I was with the vet and I was, they had my name listed as Petco. So they would call like, oh, for Petco. And that's how I knew to go back and see Olive. And I was like, uh, and she was, I was asking her like, oh my God, this is crazy, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, well, we're the vet that Petco uses when this stuff happens. Cause this happens quite a lot. She said. So Loma Linda Animal Hospital is like the one that's connected to Petco how for the all the times they, they injure animals. Vet? Yeah. How do they have a vet? If they have like a, why like do a they actual... have that Yeah, girl. <clears throat> I don't know. It's just mind-blowing to me. Yeah. Like, you have a, a vet that can put animals under, perform procedures. Yeah, I didn't even know that until afterwards. People were commenting on that Redlands yes. bus post saying, like, they have a vet in-house. Why didn't they just use that? Literally. And I'm like, they got a what? To the right. You walk in. Instead of going to the left to the groomer, you go to the right to the vet. I didn't understand. I've taken both that. Ginger and Wasabi there. I did They not both know were that. neutered there. Full neutered there? Yes. Oh, I'm fucking pissed. Girl, I'm telling you. Like, a full-blown. I'm Like, a, someone that went to college for a... I'm pissed. Veterinarian degree. Make it make sense. It doesn't. The it math doesn't. is not math. The math is not math. Yeah, that was my Petco horror story. <sighs> well, 
at least it didn't end as bad as it could. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know how you slice up a dog from giving them a bath, but... Because they're... People were telling me I should ask for the um, camera footage. Because <gasps> there are cameras. I would. But, I'm like, they paid for it. I'm past it. I don't want to make myself True. any more mad. True. Because I feel like that would relive it. Yeah. So that's why I posted about it. Because that's all I could do is make sure people understand, like... You always yeah. think it won't happen to you, like these little things you read on the internet, like, oh my god, that happened to that person, like, this. it's just Petco, like, just getting a bath. Mm-hmm. No. Once you release your dog, your child, your whatever, into the hands of somebody else. Well, and it hits close to home yeah. when it's, like, a Petco I've been to, a yeah. Petco I've taken both my cats to, yeah. be fully sedated and have. procedures done internally on them. Right. Wild. Yeah, and Olive hasn't been, what is it for girls, spayed or neutered? Um... Uh. I don't know. Okay. Well, Olive hasn't had that. And now I'm like very terrified to take her anywhere to do that. Yeah. Like she's just not going to be fixed. Yeah. Whatever. I'm like, don't wait. Nobody touch her ever again. Yeah. I don't blame you. It's too much. Absolutely traumatizing. Well, thank goodness. Yeah. She's okay. So you have businesses that you're running and I have Petco horror stories. And that's just what's going on in my life. <laughs> Golly. I know wild wild stuff crazy crazy things well i feel like this was a fun fun episode yeah i'm happy to sit in front of the mic again i hope that the questions people had were answered i do too i can't think of anything else can you think of anything else no i have no thoughts in my brain empty brain no thoughts just answers just here yep i love it well we will just wrap up the podcast. PB's then. getting wild. It is getting wild. The The sun went down, the sun and, went down the, and the girlies are out. The girlies are out. If you guys have not looked at our Instagram and looked at the Pacific Beach location. Go look at it. Yeah. Go follow the Instagram. Do or just, just look us up. Look up where in PB we are and you will just, it'll. It'll it's a vibe. words. Yes. <laughs> it will speak things to you. It will. But we will let you guys go thank you again so much for listening thank you for everyone who has been a writer and let us take our little four-month hiatus yeah um i'm super glad to be back in it yeah and thanks want... to the the mom pod fans that came on to listen yes if you're here so sorry i'm still gonna be gone <laughs> this is not this her is not announcing announcement that i'm coming back but but we will get her back on the open your own door yeah i'll come on pod. here anytime you want yeah that'll be fun so we could do like a bi-weekly anytime you want girl I'll come yeah. on here and talk my shit about whatever you want oh yeah my sister speaking on before we end this because you know we can't ever just end it when we no, no, no. end it absolutely not. um talking about the reality show wanting a reality show yeah. i've been telling my sister since the vanderpump stuff went yeah. just like bonkers yeah i told her i really want a yellow door reality how show. does anyone start this i don't know i don't know if you have to go to like the network right like yeah. bravo give us a show yeah um you know i actually just knew someone recently oh my in-laws they have friends who started a cigar lounge in atlanta and it burnt down because um someone in the cigar lounge like they didn't properly dispose oh, of shit. the ashes okay. so it literally lit their building and their whole business on fire and they had to restart because they also had a lapse, I think, in their insurance or something. Oh, shit. So they had no coverage. Yeah. Like, they literally lost so much money in this yeah. fire. So they were rebuilding it. And, like, 
a little bit of rebranding also, like as a husband and wife. And then the wife was starting now like a wine loft. And then the husband was keeping his cigar lounge. And they're filming, they're making it a reality show. Oh. And when we went to Florida on our family vacation like a year ago or something, I was talking to the wife. Really? About it, yeah, because her husband was filming in Vegas. Interesting. And so they like get people to come and film and like follow you around and then you pitch it. So that's what they were doing. They were in uh, Vegas, like, filming because it was at a cigar convention. Yeah. So they had cameras following the husband around at the cigar convention. And then they were taking this film, putting together, like, a little trailer, and then pitching it to big, like, I don't know who produces. Whoever the fuck you go to. Okay. You opened up businesses and stuff and figured that out on your own, and I'm going to need you to start on this. <laughs> okay. I'm on it. Like, I'm thinking, like, Real Housewives, Vanderpump Rules, but Redlands. Yes. Like, there are so many bitches that would love to be part of this, and I think I we can make it work. agree. The only stipulation is that I must at least be on season one. Yes. Okay, great. You're going to be on all seasons. Great, 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 great. Yes. Um, could there be more interesting people, more rich people, people that have it more together? Yes. But that's not what entertainment is. But I would like to be a part of it. I'm same. Great. So I want to be a Lisa Vanderpump. Get to work on that. I literally want to be. Who's the most be... dramatic one on the show, on Lisa Vanderpump's show? Mm, they all take turns. Okay, well, I'd like to be that one. I could see you being a Lala. Okay. I don't know who that is, but. Okay, cool. you need to watch the show. I'll work it. on it. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely want to. On our next episode, we're going to. Oh, okay. Also, <laughs> did your did you have a name for your listeners on the mom pod? The Owl Pals. That's right, the Owl Pals. That's a cute one. Me and my sister. I have one for you. Okay, what is it? Because ours are terrible. The Mac Pack. <gasps> That's cute. Thank you. Omg, Thank you. I love that. Okay, because my sister was gonna call them the doorknobs. What? <laughs> The Nobbies. No. <laughs> no. You know, she's full of green ideas on that <laughs> No, you guys can be the Mac Pack. The Mac Pack. That's much better than the Nobbies. <laughs> the Nobbies. <laughs> oh. Holy shit. Okay, oh. Mac Pack. That's really funny. I like it. Okay. Oh, man. Wait. Anytime better. someone fucks with you, you can be like, Mac Pack, attack. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a soft cartoon. Yes, that'd be perfect. Okay, next week's episode, we'll have some plans laid out for what what we're gonna do. Maybe we'll have casting opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone knows any producers, show. yeah, we can hold casting here. <gasps> I could s- totally see that. Cast a reality show. I don't know. You just okay. post about it. There's not enough time left in this episode. There's for not. Us to decide all right, we'll figure but all this out. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Keep it in, in your minds. Are we manifesting a reality TV show? I think so. This could be the end of me or the beginning. We'll I've see. been manifesting it for like four weeks. Get it, girl. I'm not kidding. Normally when you manifest things, they happen. So I'm really excited to be part of this. I'm a little nervous. Let's get it. Troy's going to... This might be the first thing Troy says no. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, bitch, you He's lost like, actually, it. No, Troy would love You that. think so? Yeah. Eat it up. All right. Yeah. Well, again, thank you guys so much for listening. This was so much fun. And next week's will be even better, if possible. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye.